the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From Talk 910 KNEW San Francisco, this is Rob Black. Rob talks about your money every weekday, live and local, from 10 to noon. Enjoy the show. Ahead at noon, Glenn Beck. Now, Rob Black. 910 AM. More stimulating talk. Show. I'm Rob Black. One man's trash is another man's treasure. We've heard the phrase, right? I'm desperate for phone calls. 800-345-5639. I'll do anything for phone calls. 800-345-5639. Oh, real quick. Let me take care of a little bit of this before um, we go to, into my content here. Hi, are we, is this the 30-minute segment of the show? Oh, good God. I'm going to start talking very slowly. <laughs> We've changed our clock, and I didn't quite think about that before I got into this this uh, content. Okay, I'm going to have to tell you about a dream that I had, because I don't have enough content, and I had a crazy dream last night. I got, actually, great content on trash companies, and I'll get to after I tell you about my dream. I had this dream last night that, as a genetic scientist, that, you know, is this like, and I know you're saying, were you smoking dope? Is this like a dope dream? No, 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 really. As a genetic scientist, I thought of how cool it would be to make cats the size of dogs. Like, if I was a genetic scientist, I'd be figuring out how to make, you know, docile little pets into huge animals and huge mean animals into teeny tiny little things that we can, you know, step on. That's what I'd be working on, trying to crossbreed a cat with, like, a mammoth dog. I think it'd be fantastic to have a, you know, 150-pound cat in your house. But there's something called a tiger and a lion, which kind of says that's probably not the best idea because when the cat's small, he's not going to hunt you. But when the cat's bigger, he's definitely going to hunt you. And you get the idea. My cat at one point in time. Oh, this is a funny story. This is a good story. Um, Kit Kat. Everyone knows I've got Maisie the Wonder Dog and I got Kit Kat Black. Um, at one point in time, I was doing a live radio show and I was doing it on the East Coast nationwide. And I was doing it from 7 to 10 at night. So I was doing the show from my home. Do you know who Bruce Williams is? Bruce Williams is a guy who he goes, he'll go, you, you call up his show and he's been doing a show forever. Like I think literally 55 years or something like that. And you can call up his show and you'll go, go say, hey, Bruce, uh, I'm, I'm getting ready to lay a, a T-joint in my wall. Do you have any on it? He goes, okay, okay, dude. Okay, here's what you do. And he tells you exactly how to do it. Or if you're like, you're a woman and you're like, hey, I'm, hey Bruce, I'm a woman. I don't have to change my oil. He'll go, okay, baby cakes, doll face. Like he's got these old words that he uses. He does the show in his basement with his, in the dark, with his cat on his lap or his dog on his lap in a recliner, reclined. That's pretty weird, right? Radio people are pretty freaking weird. Okay, um, where does this go? Okay, so I was doing the radio show. And, uh. I'm doing stock talk and it's, it's, you know, 60 plus hundred, 60 to hundred markets, pretty popular, you know, doing it at the right time in my life. 15 years ago, 
Um, so where does the story go, you say? It's going to get good in a second. I live in an old Victorian house, 200-year-old home, just gorgeous home on the East Coast. But when you live in an old home, they tend to have mice. They tend to have like a little bit more problems. So Kit Kat catches a mouse downstairs, and I can hear her bringing it up the stairs. And when a cat has the mouse, she's, she wants to show it to you. And uh, she has it in her mouth, so she's going, meow, but she's trying to meow, but she, her mouth is full. So it's like, rrr, rrr. and the little mouse is going, ee! poor mouse. Mouse is frightened out of his mind. So she comes into my office, and she proceeds to, you know, she can't quite meow because her mouth is full of, of mouse. She proceeds to put the mouse on my feet. <laughs> And here I am in the middle of a conversation. I'm going, like, Republic services and waste management are well-managed asset rich. Ah! <laughs> it has to be one of the funnier blackouts. Blackouts are moments that I have that, how shall we say, aren't, aren't exactly the best moments of my life in media. So anyway, Kit Kat Black in the mouse story. One day I'm going to do a trivia show. I'm going to ask you trivia questions about my life because I don't know anything about your life, obviously. And that's going to be one of the stories. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Let's talk about Republic Services and Waste Management. I started teasing this content just a second ago, but let's flesh it out. My goal on this show is to teach you how to invest. My goal on the show is to show you mistakes and teach you business models, not fashion models. Armstrong and Getty, they can Google and Google fashion models all they want. It's not what I do. I'm a business model kind of guy. Republic Services and Waste Management. They're asset-rich companies. They're well-managed. They're positioned to benefit from an economic revival. So I'm getting ready to do a show on the top 20 stock ideas, or 20 stock ideas, where I'm just going to discuss them. One of them is going to be Visa. I was thinking last night, and this is where I started getting this content, one of them should be a trash company, because everyone understands that business model. The big three trash companies in the United States are Republic Services, Waste Management, and Waste Connections. They kind of have monopolies. Right now, I get my trash picked up by waste management. If I were to call them and say, I'd actually like to go with your competitor, there isn't a competitor. So it creates a bit of a problem. Their shares are selling at a discount to the company's estimated intrinsic value. Business is relatively stable, and it throws off a lot of cash. Every month, I pay my trash bill. I do. If you don't, they, they leave it on your curb. Companies boost irreplaceable assets through the networks of hundreds of landfills and collection centers spread throughout the country. Now, if you're like me, you could basically say, I'm not going to pay for trash. Evil Rob Black doesn't pay for trash. What he does, he just throws it out the window. No, no. See, that's not good. So bad economy has slowed down trash volume. We're not consuming as much. We're not buying as much. Waste management and others have been cutting costs and raising prices, setting themselves up for robust margin expansion if and when economic activity accelerates. Both companies recently posted better than expected third quarter results, and they affirmed full year profit. Waste Connections also another name in the in the movie of uh, in the moving of trash. So Republic Services ticker symbol RSG, Waste Management ticker symbol WM, Waste Connections ticker symbol WCN. Let's talk a little bit about each and every one of these. Republic Services is a $27 stock. It's got a high PE. Trades at 30 times earnings. But you know what? In a good economy and a bad economy, we need our trash picked up. Since last March, the stock's gone from 16 to 28. It ain't cheap. It's got a 2.8% dividend yield, which is better than you'll get at a bank. And it's a business you know is going to be in business. 
Homeowners and businesses in 40 states pledge allegiance to the Republic services of trash collection. In 2008, the once number three industry player bought number two allied waste for $6 billion. Now listen to this. They got geographic coverage that's bigger. They've enlarged the company. Uh, waste disposal services for commercial, industrial, and municipal, as well as residential customers. They have 427 collection companies. They own or operate 219 solid waste landfills, 255 transfer stations, and 86 recycling centers. If I were to have a fantasy about, like, I want to become a trash man, I want to know how to do it. And I want to be able to compete with these guys. So let's pull over uh, the next one. We just did Republic Services. Waste management, much lower P.E. and a much higher dividend, 3.6%. With waste management, you know, they're tops in the heap. Tops in the heap. I'm good. <laughs> Subsidiaries in the company serves about 21 million residential, industrial, and municipal and commercial customers. They do waste collection. They do transfer. They do recycling. They do resource recovery. They have 265 landfills, 350 transfer stations. This is not something you and I can, you know, suddenly make up and go, yeah, I'm going to get into this business. It's 15 waste to energy plants. I don't even know what that means. And the final company I'll talk to you real quickly about is a company called Waste Connection, sticker symbol WCAN. They're small, and they've got room to be acquired by one of the two big players. So How the Waste was won. It's one of the old TV shows that we used to watch. Waste Collection, Transfer, Disposal, Recycling, 23 states. So those are the three names. WCN, WM, and RSG. Let's go to phone calls. Let's go to Kathleen in San Francisco. Hi. Hi. I have two questions. One is, when I want to buy a stock, and they always say, read the prospectus, how do I read a prospectus, and how do I understand what they're trying to say? And the second one is, when I get a a proxy, I'm supposed to vote on a number of things. Should I just take the director's recommendations, or is there some way I can understand really the meaning of the questions they're asking? Ooh. Um, prospectus on a mutual fund is pretty easy and pretty straightforward. It tells you the costs. It tells you what the mission is. It you know if they're going to say buy small cap companies it'll say eighty percent of assets will be in small cap companies with no more than twenty percent in cash it'll give you like a basic outline uh-huh. it's kind of a who what when where and why um, who the company is who the managers are what the goal is of the fund some of the terms of the fund so it's pretty easy reading now, as far as the proxy goes those are a little bit more complicated and if you're a relatively small investor I really would probably just throw them away and not even bother. But if you're a big mutual fund and you own three, four, five percent of the of the company, then yeah, you actually have to read those. As an investment advisor, my task was to read those and to inform clients the issues. Um, do you have a stockbroker? Do you have an investment advisor, a financial planner? I do. You could probably run the questions by that person because legally they're supposed to know um, what is in that proxy. A proxy could be: should we increase the pay of the uh, board of directors. A proxy could be, do you mind if we split the shares or a proxy maybe we're going to be raising money through a bond offering. Do you have any, uh, do you take offense with that? Right. Update investment policies, update their policies regarding this and that. Sure. Um, 
like I said, the person that you're paying to help you with your assets, I'd probably run everything by them okay. if you have a true question. But proxies are going to be, if you only have 100 shares or 1,000 shares or something, you're not going to really add up to too much. But that's like me saying don't vote on November 4th because Obama's <laughs> going to win the election. You know, that's silly. So, so do you think there's value in following what the board of directors recommend? recommends or not <laughs> with some companies it's absolutely great with other companies it's a it's a disaster uh-huh. um because you know the board of directors sometimes gets kind of out of control as we've mm-hmm. recently learned so to speak mm-hmm. oh, that's true so I don't, I don't think there's a right answer but okay i think you're bringing up a good point that i do want people to read pro, uh the proxies i do want people to read the prospectus of a mutual fund a mutual fund can't be offered without it um, I do want people to read the quarterly filings, the annual filings. It's 10K, 10Q, and S filings if they're going to own individual stocks. If you don't, I think you're hurting yourself. Um, in my opinion, I'll stick by that. Thanks for the call, Kathleen. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Let's go to Paul in San Francisco. Hello, Rob. Hey, Paul. Over and you're Don Rickles of Finance. How do you like that? Who's Don Rivers? Rickles. Oh, Don Rickles. Oh, that's kind of cute. Okay. Um, you mentioned somebody uh, last week that does real estate appraisals or, or, or assess real estate. His name was Skip uh, Skip something. Skip uh, Skip Walker. Can you give me his contact info? I can't. Um, I could say go online and Google Skip Walker Home Inspector, and you'll find it. Skip Walker. Another thing, you talk about copper being a good investment. Uh, how do you uh, buy copper without physically metal itself? Um. The way I do it is Freeport, MacMoran, and Copper, ticker symbol FCX. But there is a fun, I think it's, give me just a second. Uh, I think it's BCC. Hold on, let's see if I can't find it. This is awful radio, but I'll do it because it's you. Copper. Um... What I'll do is I'll look it up during the commercial break, and I'll get back to you on it. What is Skip guy's name again? His last name again? Skip what? Skip Walker. Walker. Okay. Thank you. So thanks. Yeah, when you buy a home, oh, it's JJC. JJC is the way to buy individual copper. JJC. It's a stock traded uh, as the copper price moves up or down. But I like Freeport, McMoran, copper, and gold. Okay. Uh, Skip Walker, when you buy a home, critically important that you get an inspection on it, especially in the Bay Area. You buy a home with a foundation that's cracked. Next next earthquake, your home falls down on you. Not good. Skip Walker does a really good job of uh, getting in your home, getting under your home. I've seen some inspectors that were great, and I've seen some inspectors that were bad. I don't know the guy from Adam. I've used him twice before. I like his work. I like the thoroughness of it. I like the professionalism. Um, when you buy a home, really important that you know what you're getting yourself into. There's some things like, you know, he'll he'll look at your roof and say, ah, it's got five years left on it. So, and one nice thing is when you do a home inspection, don't just have them come out and do it and leave. Do a walkthrough with them and, and have them tell you this is what is this and this is what is that. And, you know, like, for instance, I bought a home that it was an old home. It was a 50-year-old home. And the old lady who lived in it, she lived in it for 50 years. And she never changed the electrical wiring. So my circuits were all 1950s. And I'm a guy who runs TVs and computers and you know, electronic gadgets, so to speak. So he does a good job, Skip Walker. And again, he doesn't endorse. He, I don't. It's not a paid endorsement. Let's go to George in Fremont. George. Hey Rob, how you doing? Good. Let me tease the number real quick: eight hundred three four five five six three nine. In the second hour of the show, we're killing the top of the hour break. 
So these breaks are going to be long, and it's going to be crazy because I'll run out of, of gas, and I'll, I'll start heaving and, and dying on air. So it should be a good entertainment, George. Hey, Greg. Hey, uh, well, number one, I'd like to thank you. My daughter's uh, 20. She emailed you, and you gave her some great sound investment. Now she doesn't want a new car. She'd rather put the money in a, in a market fund that she can keep there for a while and pull it when she needs it. But what she, for that. George, what did she do for a living? She's a student. She's just graduating uh, December from uh, UC Berkeley, and uh, she'd rather buy a used car and save the rest of the money, which is great. And in, in funny ways, at times I'm kind of misogynistic on the show where I go, I find a woman in a used car sexy, but it gets the message across, and I'm, I'm proud of, of you for getting that message to your daughter. And uh, congratulations on getting a daughter out of UC Berkeley. That's that's impressive. Get out early, less money. Hey, real quick question. I was the one I was planning to sell my home, uh, you know, probably two years ago, and all of a sudden this crashed, and I had just a, uh, what was it, a five-year interest-only loan, but it was three-quarters uh, below prime. Um, I, I'm underwater by about 70 grand, which isn't too bad, but I uh, plan to stay in there for a while. You know, everything changed. So what's your thoughts on the prime rate? Right now it's with Wells Fargo, and they seem to feel that's the life of the loan going to be a three-quarter below prime. And obviously they don't do these loans. <laughs> they only do it for a short time. So, um, what's I my opinion on money. what's my opinion on the direction of Prime or what's Prime uh, on on the direction of Prime? Okay, good question. Um, I'll answer that, George. And thanks for the call. And again, congratulations on getting the daughter out of UC Berkeley. And uh, best thing you could do for her for Christmas is buy her the book called "The New Rules of Money" by Rick Edelman. And it's eighty eight chapters, and they're short. And again, super congratulations. I have to say this legally nine ten a.m. Oakland, San Francisco. More stimulating talk nine ten a.m. Or maybe I should say it like this: nine ten a.m. Oakland, San Francisco. More stimulating talk. I have to use my own legal ID, or I could say it like uh, for the people out there who are how shall we say slow, <laughs> not the smartest. Nine ten a.m. Oakland, San Francisco. More stimulating talk. Okay, so you ask about the prime rate. He's got a mortgage that's tied towards prime. There's mortgages that can be tied towards prime. There can be mortgages tied towards LIBOR. Sometimes it's plus a point, minus a point. One point being 100 basis points. Prime rate is the prime lending rate. That's where it comes from. A lot of countries reference interest rates used by banks by calling it the prime rate. Now, the term originally indicated the rate of interest at which banks lent to favored customers. They were the prime customers, like prime rib, you know, the best part of the stake, so to speak, prime. So those had, people had high credibility. Now, this isn't the case because it's just a rate that's quoted, and it's not necessarily going to go to the best client. Some variable interest rates may be expressed as a percentage above or below prime rate. I don't like, hmm, how do I say this? Variable interest rates. You can get an adjustable rate mortgage. I don't like adjustable rate mortgages when the rate is already so freaking low. I like adjustable rate mortgages in an environment where we're at 7% going to 4%. Not what we're in one quarter of 1% going to 7%. And the United States, the prime rate runs approximately 300 basis points. It's three percentage points above the federal funds rate, the interest rate that banks charge to each other. So a bank can go out and get money from the government. And then they'll start charging you the prime rate, which is what they'll, they'll give the money to you at 300 basis points or three percentage points above that. Right now, the prime rate's at 3.5% in the United States. Uh, 3. No, no, 3.25%. There's a discounted rate where you start getting an incredibly boring radio. 
And there's also a cost of funds rate. So just because just because you want the cheapest mortgage, what happens is it starts with the government, starts with their basically their their discount window rate, where a bank can go up and get money for one half of one percent. Again, prime is going to be 300 basis points above that, roughly. So that puts prime at 3.25%. Fed fund rates is current target rate of zero to one and a quarter. So the federal discount window rate is 0.5. So in a loan, let's say you get a loan with your local, who do you get it with? Your local credit union. That goes through three or four other hands before it gets to you. And there's the markup on it. So you get the idea of it starts with the Fed funds, what they're giving it out. Then it goes to the discount rate. Then it goes to the prime rate. Prime rate's the best customer out there. Now, my opinion on the direction of prime is basically the same thing as my prediction on the direction of Fed funds rate. As the Federal Reserve lifts these interest rates, the prime rate will go up. A lot of credit cards are tried towards prime. So right now, the cost of credit, and this isn't a good example because what you saw was the banks and the credit card companies jack up rates right before uh, you know some new laws went into effect. But typically, it goes with that Fed funds rate. So this is tough to do on radio. It's not the easiest way of explaining adjustable rate mortgages. I expect interest rates to stay here for another year, maybe a little bit less, maybe a little bit more. That's what the Federal Reserve is telling us, that... Typically, after recession ends, it's two and a half years later before they raise interest rates. Now, if you think we're going to do a double-dip recession or you don't think employment's going to come along, then it could be two to three years before they start lifting interest rates because the Fed doesn't have to lift interest rates until there's inflation. There's not going to be inflation until we create demand. There's not going to be demand until we create jobs. I think that's the best way for me to say that. I must want to stop right there and get out. So I think somewhere between nine and 15 months, we should see interest rates going higher by the Federal Reserve, which should push prime rate higher. I don't like adjustable rate mortgages because in his case, his payment would go higher. It has nowhere to go but up, if you think about it. Get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Let's see. Let's talk a little bit about children. (laughs) I know you're saying you're all over the place today, Black. Yes, I am. My wife and I got an email that says, my wife and I are planning to have a child in the next couple of years. First and foremost, do you need some help? I run a school that teaches people how to impregnate women. I don't run a school that teaches men how to impregnate women. He says, uh, I'm planning to have a child in the next couple of years. I realize that I have no idea how to go about preparing for that financially. How much cash should new parents have? That's a good question. And the answer to that is, you know, First and foremost, congratulations. Having a baby is probably the greatest thing a person could do. When you're able to pass on your genetics and look at it and it looks back lovingly at you, it's pretty cool. Whether it's your brother or sister or it's you, it's pretty cool. Who has the kid? The U.S. Agriculture Department estimates that it will cost a middle-income parent nearly $300,000 to raise a kid from 0 to 18. So before you go out and, and knock boots... Know that it's going to cost about $300,000 through age 18. Now, some of the earlier parts are more exp- are less expensive than, than the middle parts. Some of the earlier parts are more expensive. So, for instance, breastfeeding. It's kind of free, right? Did I just bring up breastfeeding? 
Yay, I love this show. I can talk about anything. Okay, so your cost could be a lot less if you're particularly frugal, and your cost could be a lot more if you're particularly uh, cheap or or going for private schools and you're, you're exorbitant in your spending. You know, Or if, let's say you have a kid with special needs. So you're looking at roughly $300,000. There's a website the United States government runs, which I don't understand why they run this, but it's basically the cost of a child. It's cnpp.usda. cnpp.usda. It's going to figure out your clothes, your health care bills, your food. They typically rise by about $3,000 or more annually with each child. Now, second kid, third kid, maybe a little bit less because you're reusing some of those clothes. Child care and education are considerable expenses. They're not cheap in any way, shape, or form. There are bargains out there. For instance, diapers.com. You can get diapers for 30 to 50% off. If you order them online, then go into Safeway. Now, when your baby's, you know, has a blowout, you're going to Safeway. But if you have the time to think about it, you can sign up for coupons at coupons.com. You can sign up for discounts at diapers.com. And you can save a lot of money. So typically, a kid's going to cost you $3,000 or more minimum. Okay? So that's the cost of knocking boots if you knock her up. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black's show. 9, a.m. More stimulating talk. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.